welcome to the Sunday morning service. You're listening to the First Century Apostolic Church FCAC Tema Community 5, Ghana. We preach, teach, and live the complete and unadulterated Word of God with genuine miracles, signs, and wonders taking place at every meeting with the Holy Spirit. Our aim is the following the steps of the apostles and disciples of the First Century Church founded by our Lord Jesus Christ. Get ready, therefore, for a powerful encounter with the Word and power of God, brought to you by Reverend Dr. V.C.Y. Edwards, the General Overseer of FCAC. He is a seasoned man of God who is blessed with a powerful teaching and deliverance ministry. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. prompt for our morning church services. Your life will never be the same again. God richly bless you as you join us in the service. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But are we glad to be here today? Let's all say thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Holy Spirit. Say thank you, Father. You know, it took the combined effort and actions of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit to bring about the sacrificial death of Christ. They all played a very vital, very vital part. To bring us to where we are now. And to take us to where we are going in the future. Just say amen. amen. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for this day. Today is Palm Sunday, as we call it. When you enter Jerusalem, in triumph, only to be crucified. We thank you for all the church services, all the brethren meeting in your houses all over the world today. But well, we do this in remembrance of you. And what you have done for us. We shall not be ungrateful. We shall thank you as long as there is breath in our lives we shall give you the honor and the glory thank you Lord in Jesus name Amen. Amen let's all be seated this morning I bring you a title that Probably even the unbelievers know more than the believers. The title is For God So Loved the World. For God So Loved the World. That's the title. 
For God so loved the world. And the text is John chapter 3, verse 16. John 3, 16. Hallelujah. Amen. And this maybe I don't even need to read it because we, we can all quote it even backwards. Well, let's go to John 3 16. John's Gospel chapter 3, verse 16. I'll read it for reading sake. I have to read something, so I'll read it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him should not perish. But have everlasting life. We're looking at some of the significant things that are attached to Easter. Because we are in the Easter season. We are very much in the Easter season now. Look at some things that are important that comes to our mind, or we must meditate on or think about each time we think of Easter. The first thing to think about is the love of God. God's love. For God so loved. Say love. Say love. Oh, say love. You are told that love never fails. The Bible says that love never stops. Love never fails. Everything that happened at Easter was because of the love of God, God's love. And what did God love? On what did God bestow his love? For God so loved the world. Now, think of the tense. For God so loved. It's a past tense. The world. 
because the world system right now is not loved by God. God does not love the world system now. Because the love that God had for the world, he, he, he manifested it. He demonstrated this love. For God so loved the world. And this love was shown on the world. It was an opportunity by God's love to do something for the world. For which the world was expected to respond. Think of it carefully. John 3 16. For God so loved the world. The, the love of God was manifested, showed on the world. And how did God show this love? In a very, very huge manner. Such way that there's, there's no way anyone can show any greater love than that. The way and manner in which God manifests his love to the world is no one, nobody, before or after can manifest any greater love than that. In that he sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, the third person of the Trinity, co-equal with God, equal with God in all attributes, who is there for God, came to die for the world. He came to die for the world. He didn't come and say, oh, I love the world, I love you, I love you. No, he came to die for the world. He didn't come to, to give you gifts of money or riches or whatever. He came to die. No, he entered Jerusalem triumphantly. The triumphal entry of Jesus in Jerusalem. He, he left Jerusalem, you know, carrying a cross. Suffering and being tortured by the Roman soldiers. He entered sitting on a donkey. People hailing him with palm, palm leaf and palm fronds. Singing hallelujah. Hosanna. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. And all of Jerusalem was thrown into celebration. But within three days, within a few days, he was led out of that same Jerusalem carrying a cross which he was to be crucified. The, the, the wickedest and the most debased form of death. And this is something that the world cannot understand. It doesn't make sense to the world. Because they fail to understand the significance of Easter. 
Willfully or unwillfully, they fail to realize the meaning of Easter. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Clap your hand for Jesus. So, God has love for the world. And therefore, he did something out of his love. For what? What was it all, what was all that for? Beloved, I believe that even as human beings, now, everything we do, we do for a purpose. We do expecting something to come out of it. Oh, yes, sir. The work that you do, the marriage that you are in, the house you are building, the business that you are establishing. Even you are coming to church this morning, you are not coming because you have to come to church, but you must expect something good to come from it. Otherwise, you didn't do it. So, what did God expect to happen from the manifestation of this love? It was to save the world. It was meant to save the world. If you love something, you cannot sit back and let that thing perish and lose that thing. You do whatever it takes to save it. And having done all, when there's nothing else you can do, because there's nothing else that God has to do, He has done it all. Christ has done it all. There's nothing more left for Him to do for mankind. Therefore, Jesus, as He hung on the cross, cried out that it is finished. It is finished. When it is finished, it means that it is finished. There's nothing anymore anyone can add to it anymore. It is complete. It is full. It is exhaustive. Finish. What did God therefore expect? What good did God expect to come out of this thing? Your response. My response. The response of the world. In fact, even if you give money to a little child, give some a gift to a little child. And that child failed to say or forget to say thank you. Even if he says thank you. And he doesn't add sir or madam to it. You may get offended. So God, having done all this for you and for me, your refusal, your failure to respond in appropriate ways shall incur the wrath of God. On Friday, we heard about the difference between anger and wrath. And the wrath of God is coming. The wrath of God is coming upon all unrighteousness. Whether you believe it or not. 
Whether you believe or not, that's not the point. The point is that it's a fact. The wrath of God, the judgment of God, is coming. It is coming surely. When we were children, we used to carry a whole palm fronds on Palm Sunday. But this day, we don't even. Where do you get a palm front to cut? What do you get it from? So, things have come down to palm leaf, one single leaf. A time will come when there shall be no leaf at all. We shall have artificial leaf made in China. That's what we will carry. Green leaf made in China. They make sure the rats are made in China. That's what we wave on pounds. The world is going through decay. The world is handling towards an end. The world is close to an end. And God knew that this will come. This will happen. God knew that his wrath, his judgment will come. And judgment is judgment. And therefore he made a way for the world. By sending his own begotten son. For us to believe him. God expected that in as much as his son died for the whole world to take away the sins of the whole world God not wanting anyone to perish expects that the whole world also respond by loving him back by loving God back and if you love God you, you manifest it the evidence of your love is by believing in Jesus. By obeying him, God has set his rules. If you love me, show your love by obeying my commandments, by believing in me. It's not enough just say, I love Jesus or I love God. Anyone can say it. All can say it. But you demonstrate your love in the same way as God demonstrated his love by sending his only begotten son you also must demonstrate your love by believing in Jesus by obeying his commandments may this Easter may you all obey, obey God may you all believe in Jesus what are you hearing me from whether in Ghana or anywhere on the face of the world let it be known to you that the wrath of God is coming therefore have I made up my mind that as long as I have breath in me as long as I have breath in me because I will come when I shall breathe my last, even Jesus breathed his last. You take your last breath, and the last breath is a gasping breath. That's not I know how it's like. It's a gasping breath. It's that's how it ends. That's the gasping breath. Last breath. It's, it's not like how you are breathing and I'm breathing. It's like, <laughs> and the spirit will leave. That is it. 
After that comes judgment. So your response. And your response is for your own benefit. The interesting thing about this whole story is that we are not responding to benefit God. Not to benefit me. Not even your wife or your husband. Your response is not for your children. It is for your own good. It is an individual matter. It is an individual matter. For your own good. So you not perish. It's about life and death. You see, it is not about it's not about wealth or riches and poverty. It's not about good health and sickness. It's not about being in Ghana or being in Nigeria. It is about life and death. It's a life and death issue. Right now, I can tell you if if something called death. Death should appear here right now. All of, all of you will scatter. Hello? Hi. You know, I've always said that you know, when you, when, when in Ghana, when we attend funerals, we attend those, those, who like, those of you who love funerals more than God. <laughs> when you attend, attend funerals in the village, the, the close Relatives of the dead person. The crying. Crying. Whether, whether fake or genuine, I don't know why they cry. Many years ago, I met a woman in Asankregua. Doctor, I hear your mother come for Asanti. I say, my mother from Asanti. Oh. I, I would like to go to Asanti and see. I hear the way they do funerals. Eh? They say, I, I want to. It's a tourist attraction. Now, say I'll go with you. Mother, I'll go with you. Sister, I'll go with you. Take me with you. Take me with you. I'll go with you. When they get to the cemetery, and they are lowering the coffin into the, into no, the grave. You know, in those days, some people have to go in. Now they use ropes. In the, no, they used to get inside. When I saw the coffin, they jump out. This is not a place for me. I belong to a land of the living. Hello. Hi. If that should appear here now, we will scatter. But the judgment of God is coming. Death is coming. And God knowing that death is coming, made a way for us. Out of that. Therefore, he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him, whoever, whoever believes in him, should not perish. Now, to perish 
is to die one. First of all, to die horribly. There was an accident. And six people perished. They died horribly. Their death was horrific. The first thing about, about perishing. The second thing about perishing is something that you don't need to go through. It is an unnecessary death. It is a foolish death. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Perishing is a foolish death. Because of that failing to believe. So you die. Isn't it foolishness? All that Christ has done. Just believe. GD. No, I won't believe. Therefore, when you perish, you are, you are dying unnecessarily. And that is a foolish death. Jesus said it several times. The Bible says several times. It has been preached every year, every day. It is preached every year, every day. It's been preached this year also. Lord, when you love God the way God, if God will give His only because for you, then what should you not, what should you not give in return for that? Even if it means walking to, to serve God, walk. What about it takes? You don't do it. It involves sacrifice. You have to look. Christ lost his life. He lost his life for you. It means you have to lose some, some income. You have to lose some of your time. Sometimes you have to even incur the anger of unbelievers. Your bosses, the unbelievers, incur their anger. Sometimes Sometimes the job that you, if the job that you are doing is stopping from, from, from giving to God, you, you stop change jobs. If your right are offense, you plug it out. Better to go to heaven with one eye than to go to hell with two eyes. Daughter 15, 13 to 15. John 15, verse 13 to 15. Daughter 15, verse 13. Jesus said, He said, Greater love has no one than this. Now, so do I see a being who are at his say, I will be the abada than to lay down one's life. So, Nipa, for his friends, a better tour, a man enough for four. His friends, a man enough for four. Greater love, no one, or do I see a being at his no love, or do be anyway at his being than to lay down one's life. So, be the name quan a better for his friends. I must send it back on in enough for four. Then look at verse 14. Church, are you all there? Verse 14. He says, you are my friends. If you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants. For a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I've called you friends. For all things that, that I have for my father have made known to you. Imagine 
you becoming a friend of God. You know, we say Abraham was a friend of God. Abraham was a friend of God. Abraham, you know, you know, we think, oh, it was Abraham. But now God is saying that you can also be his friend. You can also be his friend. And the condition, the requirement is that if only you do whatever he commands you. He doesn't command you to do anything that you cannot do. In fact, his burden is easy. It's very easy. Very easy. Obeying things in the world is a lot more difficult. Hello. Praise the Lord. Obeying the world is far more difficult. In fact, it's almost impossible. But obeying Jesus is very easy. My burden is easy. My yoke is light. My burden is easy. You are a friend of Jesus. May you all be friends of Jesus. Oh, church, I said, may you all be friends of Jesus. How many of you are here who would like to be friends of Jesus? May you indeed be friends of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so we are going to pray. We are going to pray as friends of God. If God sees you as his friend, if God sees you, considers you, or recognizes you as his friend, hello. Imagine you go anywhere. With somebody, and they say, oh, Where are you then? Who is he or who is she to you? Now, I see him from so no Biako baby. You do on your bosom say, I brand you and a baba on him or you wouldn't cry. Oh, he's my brother. Oh, you mean you are Bema? My sister. Oh, you mean you are Ba? If you are biological siblings, easy. Sometimes when a person very well, and you are asked that question, they begin to think, what shall I say? They are, they are waiting for an answer from you. And then to please the person, you say, oh, he's my friend. Deep down your heart, you know that he's not your friend. You just, you just met him around the corner here. He's my friend. But when God says you are his friend, we always say that in, in Europe and America, among the Caucasians, among the whites, they don't, they don't use the word friend easily. Have been friends from childhood, grew up, went to the same school. You are like brothers. Before I can call you his friend. And son of God, there were these that's what Christ is saying. Then in that case, what is that you ask of him? You not give to you. Lord, if you are listening to me from anywhere on the face of the globe, these things are here and amen. Once you believe in Jesus, 
And you obey his commandments. You become his friend. Become a friend of God. Friend of God. John chapter 10. From verse 14 to 18. John chapter 10. 14 to 18. I am the good shepherd. And I know my sheep. And I'm known by my own. How many of you can, can, can claim this for yourself? God, Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd. And I know my sheep. And I'm known by my own. As the Father knows me. Even so, I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring and they will hear my voice and there will be one flock and one shepherd therefore my father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it again no one takes it from me but I lay down, I lay down of myself I have power to lay down and I have power to take it again. This command I have received from my father. He said he has other sheep who are yet to come in. There are some who are outside in the world of the unbelievers who are drinking, fornicating, committing adultery, stealing, lying, committing murder, Drugs, all kinds of vices under the control of the prince of the air. Millions are there. But God knows his own. In the same way as he knew you, and he said, them also I must bring in. I must bring in. They are not in now, but they must come in. Hello. Aye. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Consider this. There are some who are unbelievers now. My grace upon them. Many years I was an unbeliever. We are unbelievers. But grace was upon us. Now we are believers. So we are not the last. We are not the only ones. There are others who are going to come in. So this Easter, as you go out, share the good news. Spread the good news. Those ones, as soon as they hear, just as you heard, ah, the power of the word opens their eyes, opens their ears, the light shines upon them, they come in and they are true believers. This Easter, Share the message of the cross. I will share the message 
of the cross. Now you may cry for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Shepherd. Now, in conclusion, let's go to Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Corinthians. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Corinthians compels us because we judge thus that if one died for all then all died and if he died and he died for all that those who live should live no longer for themselves but for him who died for them and rose again Paul is saying that if you consider us mad now a small for Paul the Okanyan is also boon and say or you'll be our bottom one Beside ourselves means that we are we've gone crazy. Say uh, say. If, if if you think that we are beside ourselves, means that if you think that we are mad. Because those of you who are in the world, listen to me now. If you think that we Christians, now we are crazy. We are foolish. If you think we are stupid, why do if you think we are wasting our time. Why do you not say a mercy no said yeah? If you think uh whatever 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 what, 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 you 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 yourself put what you think of us. Said the old fire honor. Okay, then we are so for God. Now we are happy to remain like that for God. Because we are responding now Jesus because we are Responding to what Christ has done for us. And because we know what Christ has done. We are therefore responding. Therefore you look at us. And you think we are crazy. You think we are out of our minds. We are beside ourselves. what God has done for us. But if you think that oh we are correct we are sound our minds are sound then it is for you to join us if you think that what you are doing is okay why don't you join us so either way if you are doing it for God, if you believe what you are doing is for God, join us. So we do it for God. If you think that we are not foolish but we are wise, then join us. Because this is the reason. If you believe that Christ died for you, that means that you died. You died and yet you are alive. Hello? Hi. If you believe that Christ died for you, and indeed he died for you, then even that you died, and if you died, why are you not buried? Well, you are the one who was buried. For you. 
you are buried for you. So that you will not be buried. Said the way he got you, he delivered you from the kingdom of darkness. So that you will not go to hell. Where he is, in heaven, you will be with him there. These are the significant aspects of Easter. Indeed, he died for us. There is no sacrifice. There's no sacrifice. That is greater than what Christ has done for us. Therefore, many of you Christians who are lukewarm. Compromising Christians. Cold Christians. Christians. Oh, your effort, your response is not enough. It's not enough. But Christ went all the way. Christ you are going some of the way. So on that day, I said, but I went, I went all the way for you. But because of this and that, you decided you didn't want to go even this distance with me. Get away from me. I never knew you. Weeping and the gnashing of teeth. Psalm 23. Psalm 23, verses 1 to 6. Everybody knows in the whole world. Even unbelievers know this verse. So, so we can reach out to the unbelievers. Psalm 23, verses 1 to 6. The Lord is my shepherd. Are you there, somebody? This so I can get there with your eyes closed. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. No, I shall not lack anything. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness. For his name's sake. His name's sake. Yes. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days, not some, all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever and ever and forever. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. These are... That's but a few of the benefits. Now we know and first we won't be bringing a clear meaning. Beginning from this life, if you are brave, we are chasing to eternal life. This scripture spans 
Life in this world, life thereafter. Yeah, trust me, I can't you know. Abrabo will be a simu, and yeah, Abrabo, yeah, is a good shepherd. Yes, I did can't catch us. Only no, John, you're for we say the Lord is my shepherd. Now, Minumi, you're casting Yanko Pony and John, you're for. When God is really your friend and your shepherd, you make sure you shall not lack. And today, may you never lack anything. Church, I speak these things under the unction of the anointing. I'm telling you today, if you make the Lord truly your shepherd, truly your shepherd, obey his commandments, you shall not want. If you are here and you are lacking, you are in lack, you are in want. Pay attention to what I have said today. And your days of want are over. Oh, I didn't hear your amen. Pay attention. You see, the word of God is living and powerful. But so we don't get a part from this word. Now why to me be I am a living testimony. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm a living testimony. Yesterday we were working on our land at Dodo. We have a and the word there is very difficult. It's, now, it's a mountainside. And we're trying to connect water to the site. Left in the morning, came back at about 8 p.m. Now, one time, we had to climb over some wall. We had to climb over a wall. The wall is as high as as high as it can be. Now, the first one, and the young, all the young men climbed. Now, Emran said, "Omudu, I don't want to." That the kofar konwai bra. That the go round, go round the long route because where we are going was just beyond the now, wall. Now, what's the baby? I'm not calling it. It was first one, Etiwa. And they said, oh, "I've been daddy, an so, old man. Uh, I should go round." Now, I know you're a jack. No, you're a concrete. No, Uncle Chan, Uncle Fetchi, no. So we're on that side. Before they knew, I was on top of the wall. Now I see a mountain. A mountain And there's a guy who we are high locally. Say, Daddy, you're wild. Daddy, you're wild. I'm wild for God. Amen. It's God's land we are working on. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now when I go to the third, I can't even see from. You know, it's one thing climbing about now to come down on the other side. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When the Lord is with you, you shall not lack strength. Giving strength will give it to you at the right time. Clap your two hands for Jesus. All of them called George. He said, Daddy, hey. They all, some, young, some young man came here. He had bought land. He bought the land. When he saw the land, he said, Land, he went to me. Young man, oh, 
He wanted to sell the land because he cannot walk up there. Now, May God do so for you also. Caleb said at the age of 85, I'm as strong as 45. You shall not want. What do you need? Even strength he supplied to you. He made me to lie down. In green pastures. from 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 He leaves me beside the still waters. Now we do many in Green pastures, still waters. In from 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 Hello. Hi. He restores your soul. He restore, May he restore your soul. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And then, being his friend, he makes sure he leads you in the path of righteousness. Not let you go astray. Amen. May God lead you on the quiet thing. So Amen. It's very important. As his friend, if you are his so friend, who, 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 who is my friend here? Anyone who is my friend come? My friend. Why are Okay. You see, if, if you are a friend, and you are working with a friend. The friend, the friend is a righteous friend. This is how he works with you. You don't work with you and then let you go this way and then he is going. No, no, he, 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 he leads you along the path of righteousness. And that's how he works with you. So I shall be well with you. May it be well with you. May you be a very close friend of Christ. May you all be friends of Christ. Pay attention to some of these things. He leads you along the path of righteousness. He will not let you go astray. He won't let you perish. He protects you. Guides you. Covers you. Hello. For his name's sake, because, because of his name, because you are called a Christian, ah, for his name's sake, oh yes, church, say yes. Even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we shall fear no evil. Fear no evil. Just say, I will fear no evil. Because evil is afraid of you. How so can you also fear evil? Because he is with you. If God be for you, who can be against you? Hello. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Hello. Rod and staff comfort you. Yeah. So some people have said, I don't know. It's like you walk in, you hear the rod. You hear, you hear the sound of rod and stuff. Imagine that as you, as you live this life, maybe 
presence of God is like a, a, something noisy. Ke, ke, Nice you know, you know that God is with you. Who comfort? Won't you be comforted? You know he's with you. Wherever I go, I know that God is with me. May God be with you. May his presence be a comfort to you. In other words, may you always be conscious of God's presence with you all the time. All day, seven days a week. And if all I believe in Jesus. That's, that's why he came to die for us. And then, when it comes to your enemies, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. May God bless you in the presence of your enemies. May God promote you in the presence of your enemies. Hello? Hi. May God establish you and allow your enemy to see it. You anoint. How many of you want the anointing? May God anoint your head with oil. That your cup will run over. Let me say again. How many of you want the anointing? you have an anointing from God. You all have an anointing. May God anoint you with oil from During the revival, we're going to talk about understanding your anointing. The revival, no message. We're going to talk about the anointing. And then what? Surely, say, say surely. Goodness. Yeah. And mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Surely, say surely. Children say surely. Goodness, and mercy shall follow me all the days of your life. And then to crown it all. You shall dwell. Be in the house of the Lord forever and forever. You see, sometimes we go through some situations and then look at, oh, if that's the case, why is this thing happening to me? Now, see, I do not be to be a bit by who's all these things are true. Why has this thing happened to me? I didn't see, and I mean, why is this happening to me? I didn't see, and I wear by me sui. The Bible says something. Deuteronomy 29, 29. Anybody has a Bible here today? Deuteronomy. Open Deuteronomy. Not the green small, but this one you not find the New Testament. It's the Old Testament. <laughs> not that, is it green or blue Bible? It's only in New Testament. The New Testament. Not that you find it there. Deuteronomy is in the New, is the Old Testament. What does it say? What are you saying? Yes. Uh, stand and read it. The secret things belong to the Lord our mm. God. Mm -hmm. But those things which are revealed belong, belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. Amen. 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 There are some things that are secret. 
We are not to question them. Secret But one that I reveal to us. For us, our children. So that you do, you can only begin to question. We want to go into secret things or question secret things. You stop doing what God wants you to do. You know that some things belong to the Lord. Some things are for us. What is for us? You just do it. Don't begin to go into secret things that belong to God. Don't go there. Otherwise, you with your small mind, you understand. And then you come to the wrong conclusion. You don't do what God wants you to do. The secret things belong to the Lord. But the things that are revealed, they are for us and for our children. So that we we'll do all that God wants us to do. One day when we get there, then everything shall be made manifest. Because, Am I right? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us for the Sunday morning's Bible study and sermon. We believe you have been blessed by the word. Join us same time next Sunday and have a blessed week.